At Arizona State University, we offer a wide variety of degree programs online to match all kinds of interests and career aspirations. Programs that are taught by the same notable faculty who teach on campus and designed using innovative technology to improve learning outcomes and equip you for post-graduation success. That's why 87% of ASU online graduates indicated they were promoted at work or received an increase in salary after earning their degree. Find your program at asuonline.asu.edu. M-S-W Media. Welcome to Teacher Quit Talk. I'm Miss Redacted. And I'm Mrs. Frazzled. Every week we explore the teacher exodus to find out what, if anything, could get these educators back in the classroom. We've all had our moments where we thought, what the hell am I doing here? From burnout to bureaucracy to soul-sucking stressors and creative dead ends. From recognizing when it was time to go to navigating feelings of guilt and regret afterwards, we're here to cut out the gaslighting and get real about what it means to leave teaching. We've got insights from former teachers from all over the country who have seen it all. So get ready to be disturbed. Join us on Teacher Quit talk to laugh through the pain of the U.S. education system. We'll see you there. Well, as you know, we embrace diversity here at the Stephanie Miller Show, and I've never seen so much diversity in underwears as Tomboy X. I got the new rainbow ones. I even got the rainbow shirt. You can use it as a t-shirt or jammies. Fancy? Awesome. And that's a v-neck. It's so pretty. Okay. Listen, it's like nobody took the time to design authentic underwear for strong, independent, right? Comfortable with yourself people like us. Tomboy X did. They created underwear that makes you feel like, you know, this underwear doesn't just fit. It gets me. Yes, I'm feeling proud. So I got the entire pride line. The underwear. I've got the uh, jammies. I've got the t-shirt. Tomboy X since 2014 has been making brazenly unapologetic underwear for all bodies, all shapes, all genders, all sizes, really all sizes from boxer briefs to bikinis, boy shorts to bras. Every pair of Tomboy X is created to fit you and how you see yourself and they've expanded way beyond underwear too and with their love at first wear guarantee you can order risk-free while you find your perfect fit discover your inner tomboy let me get you started with my special discount go to tomboy x under the code stephanie to get an extra 20 percent off that's an extra 20 percent off when you enter stephanie at tomboyx.com that's tomboyx.com restrictions apply see site for details Angela, did you know that Tom took my bottle of Plexiderm? No. Yes, girl. <gasps> Absolutely. And let me tell you something. I had to go get another bottle to see how great it works because he looks so great. All those puffy bags under his eyes, yeah. gone in oh minutes. Oh, my gosh. I used it, and I had the exact same experience. And we're not talking about in days or weeks to work here. Plexiderm is a clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates under eye bags and wrinkles from view in minutes, Y'all hear that? Minutes, okay? That's right. The science behind Plexiderm is incredible with clinical studies that back it up. If you look older and tired because of crow's feet, wrinkles under Mm -hmm. eye bags, you can look younger in just minutes, minutes with Plexiderm. That's right. It takes the littlest bit of it, too. Mm -hmm. Just like those little tiny pats of it under your eyes and you can see for yourself. Watch a real video with real people and see how fast crow's feet, wrinkles, and under eye bags disappear. Yes. Those results are backed up by Plexiderm's 30-day satisfaction guarantee. Go to tryplexiderm.com and use coupon code SEXYLIBERAL for our discount. That's right. Tryplexiderm.com with code SEXYLIBERAL or call 1-800-685-1292 and mention SEXYLIBERAL. Do it now. You're gonna love it. Hi, I'm Frances Callier. And I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela, and welcome to The Final Word. The Final Word with Frangela. The Final Word. The Final Word. Frangela. 
final word. The final word. The final word. The final word. Boom, 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 boom. Ooh, it's very, it's ding dong. It's very musical. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> In that sort of heavy, oppressive, you know, medieval times church way. Right, right, right. Well, because we're living through fascism right now, and I just want to give us a soundtrack oh, to, be to our lives. Yes. <laughs> just apropos. Mm hmm. <laughs> Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. We just want to remind you about a couple of things that we have going on with us. We're on a show called Bring the Funny. Bring the Funny. It's on NBC, uh, Tuesday nights, 9 p.m. Central. Uh, I 10 or 9 Central. Yeah, you check know. that out. Um, it's on After America's Got Talent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that is, I think we're on, not this week, but the following week. But yes. you should be watching to see all the cool people who yeah. are out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, you can, if you're in the uh, area of our television show me time with frangela check that out please do check your local listings we also have a comedy album called resist you can go to killrockstars.com or apple that's right yeah itunes just like the regular old way uh we also as you know we're in the third hour of the stephanie miller show on fridays yes so please be there for the black power hour Mm -hmm. uh not that they aren't all black power hours on the stephanie miller show because they of course are yes and also, uh, make sure that you are following us on the yeah. social media, at Frangela Duo, that's D-U-O. In the future, we're going to need you to vote, not just on this country, which we really need you to do. We really need that. But also just on something for us, for Bring yes. the Funny, maybe. Yes. Maybe. We don't know maybe. yet, but, but, maybe. but maybe. So be ready. But maybe. Okay, so let's just jump into this Mueller Shall testimony, we? okay? Uh, first of all... Everybody wants to, you know, we, we, we tried to temper everybody's expectations. Oh, we did more than that. Out of what was going to happen out of this testimony. You're kind to say man, that way, because what we said was stop deifying this man. Exactly. <laughs> this man was never going to deliver in the ways that I think people emotionally and that this country needed him to do. Well, at least not that the pundits thought. Yes. Can I say, I want to ask a real sincere question. You can mm. write us at frangela08 at gmail.com. We do answer all our emails. Um, and tell me what you think. Would it have been better if they'd hired De Niro? <laughs> it was suggested and it was a, as a joke. But here's my thing. Is that actually, is there a problem with having somebody else read a report that's been registered? Right. Like... And just if that somebody else so happens to be, you know, an Academy Award winning actor (laughs) who people have already. Because here's my thing. I think there might be a portion of this country you could show them both of those pictures and ask which one is Robert Mueller and they might pick De Niro. Exactly. Well, here's the thing, too. What if you could put the De Niro filter over Robert Mueller? Well, this is why. And this is why I say this, because and I agree with Joy Reid about this. I really hate this discussion in this way. His job is not to be an actor or performer. His job is not to, he's not, actually, he's not a politician even. All of the people in that room who were facing him are. They have had to come up with personas and public representations and PR and spin and learn Mm -hmm. how to put things in an exciting or invigorating or at least, you know, not as bad as the other person way. Yes. That's actually not his job, nor has it ever been. Or nor should it be his skill set. Right. And so this is the thing. And the man, what I, what the question I had and that I had to call my mom a mid-testimony about was mm-hmm. I'd be like, bleep, 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 mm-hmm. mom, can I just say pass if I'm in front of right. a, a committee? And she was like, no. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, why? And she goes, because he these he can just say pass based on the fact that he knows about other investigations. There's a lot of reasons why. Um, but I'm like, here as somebody watching who isn't a lawyer and who isn't, a, you know, has been, I haven't run for office, although I've been a part of a lot of campaigns. Um, what I what I can say is that that's I felt like that was the information we needed throughout the day. Right. Be clear that there that the reason he can't answer these questions isn't because it's not an answer you would like or that he would like or whatever. It's that there are so many other investigations and keep hitting how many there you know of that. That's there right. Are. That's right. Because let me tell you something. What, this is where the Republicans lost. Okay, they lost when they had Mueller say, "Yeah, you can bring charges after he be, he leaves office." They lost that there, and that had to disappoint them. Okay. Well, but I wait. I don't understand what you mean because 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 the reality is is that what they are trying to do is sew this all up and be like this goes away forever. You know. Oh, I see what you're saying. The, okay. the, the Trump's problems and issues. It's just the election. The, yes. You get rid of the election, and and then he'll be out. Right. Is what you're saying. Right. 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 Look, I'm saying that once Trump leaves office, right. you can charge him. Oh, as if that's okay. No, that's a misinterpretation of what we want. We want him out of office. Yes. We don't, yeah, I'd like to see him punished. I'd like to see anybody who betrays the country fucking punished. But, like, that's not... But the question is out of office and unable to run because he's in jail that's right or or he's been impeached and quite frankly he just we owe him we owe everybody who's had an impeachment vote the three other people whatever before him (laughs) we owe an impeachment vote in the house you know uh, to this person but i to me the discussion is a it's a i find it to be a really stupid discussion yeah he you he told you what his you know for whatever reason they felt that they couldn't make him just read the report. I might, I would have tried that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that this reliance from the very beginning, this reliance on this report on an organization that right now, right now, yeah. isn't, is, is out there not investigating domestic terrorists. Yeah, right. You know, getting rid of, they have, the we have stepped back away from every investigation of every alleged police, uh, corrupt police uh, station or off, what should mm-hmm. I say, department. Um, th- all those have been dropped. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that, we, were we were getting some place. We were getting some Yeah. And anything that this, in fact, the administration is no longer, the, our, the U.S. government is no longer fighting for certain cases that were U.S. government cases that were about protecting certain groups of people, everybody yeah. ultimately's rights. And so, you know what? But it, it goes even deeper than that because now you got Mitch McConnell, uh, who has been dubbed Moscow hashtag Moscow Mitch, uh, blocking debate on election security bill, uh, just as the, the the Senate report details the 2016 Russian interference. So here we are, we we coming and going. We are fucked. Well, we are if we just let that be the story. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, that's that's the thing. It's like... Well, you have one man... I don't understand how he can remain and not go to jail. I don't understand why everybody keeps acting like he has some sort of legal right to, to, to keep bills from coming to the floor. Because from what I've been able to tell, and again, write me and show me, because I've been trying to research this, um, why it, it... And all I've come up with is they call it a gentleman's... Whatever gender. Gentleman's agreement. Mm-hmm. Uh, a procedure that isn't even in the books necessarily. And that's what I need to try to figure out, this idea that whoever is the the leader of the party that has the majority gets to decide, period, what gets voted on is completely undemocratic. And my understanding, like I'm saying thus far, is that that isn't actually like a law or something specifically stated, which means don't fucking put up with it. He's not a king. This is not his fief. 
fiefdom. Thank you. And if you're it the other representatives, fiefdom. fuck the Roberts rules. Get up there and go, point of order. You don't have the right to stop a bill from coming forward yes. and have that fight. Yes. That fight. And and stop this BS where he's, we're just saying, well, we can't vote on it because Mitch McConnell won't let us. It's like, Jesus, this man doesn't even have a base behind him. Because what you're telling me, what you're saying to me as a person who lives in the fifth largest economy in the world. Thank you. Okay? Thank that when you. I send a representative from the fifth largest economy of the That's world, right. that they have no, no sway over a motherfucker from Kentucky or Kansas? That Where they the fuck can't. From? That elected representatives can't bring forward bills and get them voted on. Now, I understand the so-called first concern, which is sometimes in communities, we elect people because it's funny. I'm just going to say it. Or for, for reasons that aren't always the greatest of reasons. Or sometimes we don't know mm-hmm. that until they get there. You right. know? But I get that there, there's this idea that if there's no stopgap on how a bill gets to the whole floor, then how, how much business could you get done? Because every day, would there be like 50, I want the bill that um, my bill is that when aliens come to this country, <laughs> aliens from outer space, as our overlords, that we will immediately bow to them and uh, append their rules. Uh, all in favor? Right. Like, I understand, you know, I want to make cinnamon gum the official gum of the United States. I understand that that is the fear, but there has got to be a way that doesn't completely disenfranchise the entire electorate of their representation Absolutely. to get around that. And whether that's adopting the rules that other representatives uh, and democracies that work, I think, much better, actually, like Germany, um, where that you know you have to get a certain percentage of the vote. Maybe you have to show that you've got a third of the vote or 20% of the vote to get a bill to the whole Senate or the whole House. I could get behind that, but the idea that whoever it is, I don't care if it's Nancy Pelosi mm-hmm. gets to decide that nobody gets to even bring it up on the floor is crazy. It's crazy. And it's not democratic. It's not. That's not democracy in action. And that is the problem with what everything that is going on. You know, the reality is, is that if Mitch McConnell can hamstring, I mean, he has cut While uh, America, himself. He has cut America up by the Achilles heel. I oh, mean, yeah. he's just and laughingly. And, 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 this yes. is what pisses me off, Francis. This is I'm pointing at her, and I don't. You know, I'm not pointing at you. <laughs> this is what makes me motherfucking motherfuckity fucking fuck motherfuck big black dick mad. Yeah. This is what pisses me off about it. That he stands up there and smirks about it and jokes about it. You can have. You can want all the things you want. I'm not going to let you vote on it. Like that's okay. Mm-hmm. And people let him walk out. And tomatoes aren't thrown at him. No. And he isn't called a traitor. No. And he isn't brought up in charges. And his wife can go and enrich her entire family in her official post with the government and he can walk out of public service one of the wealthiest members when he came in one of the poorest and all of that's okay I'm telling you, I, let me tell you something. I, I am ready to put him. You know what I feel like? Out to pasture. Out to you know retirement. You know, remember, and I, he will. Remember Trust. that scene in the Batman with, with uh, Bane? Oh, right. And, and How like, do they cover his face? I don't know. Oh, it's so stupid. Uh, in every film. It's so but stupid. The, with the scarecrow, when they had the, the mm-hmm. court, that is the court that I want to see Mitch McConnell be the judged kind of court by. Where people are just bringing guns. Uh, well, <laughs> it, it just, and then also, when, once you get judged, you just get sent oh, out. Oh, you mean onto the, the people court? The, the, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. And then they just have to go walk out onto the ice right. and try to make it across. They could. It's possible. It's possible, but not likely. But possible. But it is possible. (laughs) That's the kind of court and sentencing I need to see happen to Mitch McConnell. So much I hate Mitch McConnell. I hate him so much because he will retire if they're not able to retain a majority. He'll just leave and run with his money. Yeah. Um. uh, He's already even said it. I think. Yeah. Uh. But I'm so I hate him so much, Francis, that I would 
quit acting, move to Kentucky, and get a job at his favorite restaurant as a waitress just to fuck with him. <laughs> just to fuck with him for the rest of both of our lives. I know. And I could be happy in that every night. Mm. Go to sleep, watch you on TV. Oh, she's done so well without me. And just... <laughs> But tomorrow when Mitch comes in to get his eggs, I'm going to tell him we're out. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I hate him. But I just need to say it. Everybody, stop tying your cravats and your ties and your belts. Stop. Yeah. Stop. I don't even know why they left. I am pissed that they all went on their fucking break. Yes. Like, and I know I had a vacation, but I'm a comedian. (laughs) Okay. Well, here's the thing. And it wasn't really a vacation. It was a family trip. That's very different. It's different. It's very different. It's very different. We hate Mitch McConnell, but you know what we do love? Plexiderm. Plexiderm. Yes, we do. Let me tell you something about Plexiderm. You want to look better, younger, faster? Plex. I'm telling you, Plexiderm is a miracle product. And she's not kidding about faster. I'm talking seconds. Yes. You take a little tiny bit. It's not even like a lot, right? No. Like I messed up the first time because, you know, I was trying to overdo it because I didn't really feel you, my and, best. And you also think, oh, it must take this much. It must much. take this much. And all I, all I did was lay it. It was like, Angela, you don't need all this. Mm. And I wiped it off. And what I found was a younger, prettier Angela. <laughs> I want to tell you something. Plexiderm does work. And we're not talking about days or weeks to work. Plexiderm is clinically studied serum that visibly eliminates under eye bags and wrinkles from view in minutes. Mere minutes. In minutes. You haven't even, you even said the other day, you're like, you look really fresh. And I'm like, I'm did. wearing my Plexiderm. Girl. I did. See for yourself. Watch a real video with real people and see how fast crow's feet, wrinkles, and under eye bags disappear. Yes. Those results are backed up by Plexiderm. 30 days satisfaction guarantee. Go to triplexiderm.com and use the coupon code SEXYLIBERAL for our discount. That's right, triplexiderm.com with code SEXYLIBERAL or call 1 800 685 1292 and mention SEXYLIBERAL. You will be happy. Yes, you will. Yeah, yeah. I want to tell you something. And that's the thing that can bring you joy because now we have to talk about the debates. Yeah. So here's what's really frustrating, if I may. Mm-hmm. I'm from Detroit, or I grew up in Detroit. My mother lives there and in the city. This is, and my mother's a local, you know, politician and activist. She isn't right now. She's basically, she's retired. Uh, But um, (laughs) this is probably the closest we could go to these debates. I'm pretty sure I could get us in the room and maybe even to like some kind of whatever with the candidates. Right. And we would definitely get to meet, we we definitely get to meet like Castro. Mm -hmm. It might be a Warren because she'll meet everybody because she's really good about that. Mm -hmm. It might be a little harder to get to a few people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But my mother's really into Biden. So maybe Biden. Yeah. But of course, we're working yeah and we, so we can't we can't we're going to actually not be able to broadcast so and tweet during the uh well, debate. i thought we might try here's the problem we're working on an actual tv show so i don't know if i'm gonna be able to pull this off right right but right. i was thinking of trying to watch yeah. <laughs> what we're doing yeah it can we're, happen we're gonna watch it obviously when we get done but that's a disappointment the next one well, though yeah we're, we're there and we're all watching them together. Here's my thing. Angela and I were talking about it's being said that, Debi- uh, that Biden's uh, strategy for this debate well, is to come out swinging I, at, uh, at Kamala and other people. Not really like that. Like, but this is the thing. The feud has been it's now they're calling it basically over the last few days. Cory Booker uh, and Biden, there's been a little punt, a little clap back, mm-hmm. right? So Biden said, has made it clear that he was hurt. <laughs> you know, um, 
by uh, Senator Harris's commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Uh, the and truth then, does Yeah. Hi. Okay. Don't talk to talk or walk it. <laughs> um, so uh, there's been a little back and forth. So I guess Cory Booker said um, when this was brought up to him, uh, he said, I will always speak truth to power and watching the crime bills of the 80s and the 90s of all of the things that he put into place, meaning... Mm-hmm biden in part he means in the situation but it's also obviously it's clinton um this is something that should be talked about the response to having substantive conversations about people's records shouldn't be to go on the attack and i found his attacks i mean ridiculous he continued uh so biden said back about this mm-hmm. that um Oh, this is actually, let me do his deputy manager first. So Biden's deputy campaign manager hit back Mm -hmm. and said, since next week's debate format will give Senator Booker twice as much time to make his attacks, then it allows vice president to respond to them. Mm. So this is a pre-defense. Right. Before you call it an attack, no, 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 young Padawan, Mm. it's a Mm pre-defense. We thought we would begin to respond now. That's Kate Bedingfield said that. To me, that's a fancy smancy lie way of saying attack. Right. So he said, uh, if Harris and Booker, sort of that's in those parenthesis brackets, so I'm uh-huh. sure he said if they, uh-huh. and they conclude that, want to argue about the past, I can do that. I got a past I'm proud of. They got a past that's not quite so good. Ooh. So there's some talking about it on the programs this mm. weekend, and I just want to say if anybody knows Joe Biden, or if I'm, I'm pretty sure he's listening, but you know. Don't be a fucking idiot. Don't, I don't, mean, don't, sh- you come know what? on. Here's the thing. Don't. <laughs> don't blacken and i mean this in a dark way another word i know don't besmirch this <laughs> you know these debates with that because you know all you're doing is digging a hole and when you know here's the thing when you try to when you when you try to hurt somebody else you know you're just hurting yourself dig one hole dig two Okay, you I, that's one. not, I, you know, sometimes I'm okay with that. But, like, in this situation, here's my thing. As we've said, we haven't picked anybody yet. We really are trying. Yeah, I got some people with, I feel the hands in my pocket. Mm-hmm. Cory Booker's sweet sugar still on my cheek. <laughs> yes. From the DNC that we went to with yeah. Stephanie Miller with the Sexy Liberal Tour. Um, I, I got feelings. Mm-hmm. But at this point, we really are trying to wait. And we're going to, I'm going to fall in love for fucking real with whoever wins the primary. It would be nice if they came through that not, not having lost any of our base. Yes. Like, that would be awesome. Yep. yep. <laughs> if we and, didn't and have an uphill would, battle with the base. Let's not turn the base off. That is what I'm concerned about, you know? That is what I'm... They're I'm, already close to it. Yeah. But not moving... I mean, this now we're moving forward on the impeachment investigation inquiry. Yes. I don't... I, I'm supposed to feel good about it. I don't entirely, but yeah. yeah. You know what else we wanted to talk about was hashtag we are Baltimore. Victor Blackwell responding to uh, the CNN uh, anchor responding to Trump talking about the infestation of crime and what have you within Baltimore trying to go. Well, he was attacking, yeah, Representative Elijah Cummings. Cummings, Right. And so the reality is that I don't know if you saw, you all saw Victor Blackwell come his clap back at it, but it was so. It's on CNN. It was so overwhelming because basically he was talking about the the history and the importance of, you know, of of him using the word infestation around people, hardworking people, loving people, people who take care of their families, get up and go to work every day and humans. I don't care if they're unemployed and not very nice. Right. Fucking humans. Right. But but to to degrade people. Mm -hmm. But that's the America. 
the racism and the cruelty is the point. So he started to cry. And of course, that makes us cry. Um, and then we've had everybody responding to Donald Trump. I mean, he this is I don't even basically what he's upset about is that Representative Cummings has been he's the one who's been saying called up the ice people and was like what you are hurting these kids yeah. five kids now have died in your custody yeah. six or is it six I can't it's like uh, I just so um, what he was basically saying is that uh, the people in ice are, are in far better situations than the black people who hurt their own communities um, and who re- uh, Representative Elijah Cummings a civil rights icon mm-hmm. um that uh, Baltimore is far worse. None of that's true. No. And it's also, um, he used the, the uh, words that are absolutely about genocide and white supremacy. Yep. And people have been coming out against it all over their Twitter. So the hashtag has been, we are Baltimore. We encourage you to keep using it because mm-hmm. I, and I need this to, for people to understand the president of the United States is talking about a U.S. city in yep. in these terms. Yep. I mean, I can't, Francis. My mind always go back goes back to people burning Dixie Chick CDs because while at a concert in England, uh, the lead Dixie Chick said she was embarrassed that uh, George W. Bush was from Texas. Yes. Nowhere near. No. No. Something like this. You know what? I don't know. <laughs> I'm going to tell you something. I don't know how Republicans and Trump supporters come back from this. They don't. And I don't think they want to. What they want is a civil war. They're racist. It's time to just say it that way. I'm done with this. There are some good whatever. If you're identifying with this cause, if you're identifying with this candidate, if you are backing Trump or willing to call yourself a Republican in this Republican Party, then you are racist. Yeah. I'm done. Like this is, it's not, you can't just be okay with genocidal terms. You can't just be okay with putting, with saying that only brown people People are going to be stopped at the border. Yeah. It's to, you take them. They've taken American citizens because they're brown yeah. and thrown them in. Yeah. It is ridiculous. Yep. So the God love them. The Baltimore Sun did a great editorial today. Yeah. Uh, the day we're recording on Sunday. Um, if you haven't seen it, it said it's better to have a few rats than to be one. Yeah. And it's a really powerful condemnation of this just clear cut i'm glad to see everybody saying it just clear cut racism let's get over this um but basically they end with the ultimate clap back better to have some vermin living in your neighborhood than to be one that's right and that is why you'll see trump as a rat yeah that hashtag has also been trending you know what else is trending is national hashtag national walkout or we're trying to make it okay we're trying to make a trend we're trying to make a trend national walkout national strike Yes, absolutely. Because here's the deal. We, you know, the more we add this into our lexicon, into our discussion, into what you're saying, talking about it at work, talking about it, you know, with, amongst your friends. Okay. Because the reality is, is that we, from the bottom, this has to be clearly grown from the bottom, grassroots from the people, that we need to walk out to protest these kids and people in cages. We need to close these camps. Okay. So, let's talk about a national walkout. Let's talk about walking out of our offices and sitting there and waiting until somebody does something. Because they do not see us at this point. I think in any, you know, any job, whatever we're doing, we need to be in the street, period. 
That is, if, if we're going to learn any lessons from our own history or anyone else's or our concurrent history, if we we'll look at our brothers and sisters in Puerto Rico. That's right, take a they page. Took, they took a governor from, um, n- no, well, fuck you, I don't care, to I won't run again, to I'll resign at the end of my term, to I'll resign in two months, to he's gone. Yeah. So that's what it takes. But that's because they had sustained action in the streets. And so my, what we're saying is we need to, and if you're in one of these organizations or you have a way to the leadership or a way to bring forward because we just don't have the reach. We need to get it started because if we can get move on, everyone, swing left, mm-hmm. indivisible, the women's march, um, racist, everybody, the floor, everybody out there, ACLU, we poor, can, people's campaign. poor people's campaign, every single organization that's about progressive, progressive resistance to this fascist, racist, and avobic cabal. I what we need is a national walkout and I don't care if it's every day at noon for yep. 15 fucking minutes an hour whatever we can do or if we go out in the streets and we stay there but we have to all come out and show them you we have stopped them if the women's march hadn't happened yep if the muslim ban do you know what would have how quickly you know where we'd be today yep if it hadn't been for the fact that the second they pulled that shit, mm-hmm. we were at the airports. I remember I was halfway to the airport and I didn't really know what was going on. <laughs> I just knew that we had to go to the airport because they were fucking with people. Yep. So whatever you can do, hashtag, you know, national walkout. Let's just try to get it going. And if you've got that, if you're there, our degree of separation, help us. Help us, please, please, please. Also, we want to talk about another, yet another trending uh, hashtag, hashtag white people against racism. And here's the deal, okay? I think that this is a beautiful, beautiful, wonderful concept. Because, you know, there was somebody who was like, you know, who had an issue about it on on Facebook. No, no, it was uh, Twitter, I think. And probably many more. Yes, pretty more. (laughs) Yeah, plenty, plenty more. And the reality is, is that it is time for, for white people, and I have a lot of white friends who do it and have been doing it and have always done it, but for white people to call white people on Thank their you. bullshit. And I, they have to speak to them in their white voices because me talking to them as a black woman, I am an angry, know nothing, whatever they may think, whatever that might be in their consciousness about black people, that is what is speaking to them. But when they're friends and their families, when you call people on their shit, it's it is helpful. It absolutely is. And it's actually imperative. Here's the problem. I think, you know, we're all tight. Everybody's drawn tight like a drum. Yeah. We said this a couple podcasts ago, but don't let, don't let them determine how we treat each other. Yeah. Don't let the people who've decided that it's okay to treat other people disrespectfully inform how we treat each other. We're on the same side of the barricade. We don't agree about everything, but we agree about this. That motherfucker got to go. So here's the deal. And then he is causing more racism and he is causing problems. So there are people, there was, we saw a complaint about basically like, oh, what are we supposed to congratulate white people on being not ra- not being racist? And what I, what we wrote back was, well, I don't, I didn't see a single person being like, where's my thank you? Right. Like, I didn't see that. And this person suggested that it was inherent in the sort of hashtag right. or the, the idea. And I don't think that's true. And I just say there's got to be a way to win. When you're talking to people, right. if you don't, if there's no way to win, then there's no reason to talk. And you, you, or, you know or, make, or make an effort, okay? Because here's the thing. If, if white people can't say, you know, white people against racism. Without being critiqued. And for, being told I don't know what. something else. It's just like, and, I, and I'm going to tell you something. And that's why we oftentimes get, you know, these personal letters of a person going, well, what can I do? Mm-hmm. Or how shall I be? Because they don't know. And because, you know what we do? We respond. Yeah. 
you know, you know, and we're we speak truth though. So sometimes we got they they may not like everything they hear back, but I do believe that you know give people the benefit of the doubt. Number one, number yeah. two, I don't know how do you win that. So you don't like it if they say I'm a white person against racism. So but if they said they were for racism and you wouldn't like that, so they should just shut up, and that's not helpful. No. I don't, you know what? It, yeah, we're strong black women. You know, it'd be really fun if I didn't have to fucking be. Yeah, that would be amazing. Oh my god, I can't imagine a world. And my daughter, who is thirteen, oh, was talking about having she to be tired strong. already. She tired all fucking ready. It would be, and I get it. And we've had very close friends of ours who's very the wokest ass people, um, and they were, wrote a piece, and and, and 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 this is true that like yes, we have to listen to black voices. We have to we have to be intersectional, you know, mm-hmm. and and don't step in front of the black woman before she gets to say something about race. Right. But that didn't mean y'all had to be quiet. No, because I don't have to be Jewish to know what an, what's anti-Semitic. Right, and speak up about it. Thank you. And I don't have to be, it has not, doesn't have to be my situation for me to be like, you will not treat my white sister like that. No. That's not how we roll. So I I think it's great that it was trending. And I, because all you could see were people being like, this is bullshit. Racism is bullshit. And finally, for the first time in my life, I am not having, we've said it before, but it's even more now, unfortunately, in many ways, I'm not having people question me when I say uh, this happened and it's fucked up. Let me tell you something else, okay? I am seeing white people basically be the old black people I grew up with nowadays. Yeah. And, you know, when I was growing up, I'm going to talk a little bit out of school, you know? Uh, you know, you're growing up and you got one of them old black, you know, uncles or something like that. And, you know, he'll something go down and they'll be like, white people. Oh, right? yeah. Yeah. And now I feel like when they, you, they see some bad shenanigans, right? You know, and now I feel like I'm seeing all my white friends be like white people. Every time something goes down, they're like, oh, my God. It's, it's like as if they're seeing it for the first time. But every time now they call it out. It's hard. I don't know. I and mean, it's it's the microaggressions. Yeah. Um, and that's why you got to catch up on divorce, girl. I do. Because there's a microaggression thing in it that's when, when, when we get done, I'm going to sit down and watch it. Um, that's, it's a weird show. I don't know why we like it. We like I it. Know, we, we just do. like Sarah Jessica we, Parker. We do. There. We do. Fuck we do. Fuck okay, 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 okay. We, we do. Just, okay, we just desperate. We just like her. That's we just like the way her. it is. Okay. Uh, but it's, it to me, look, I, do I yearn for a world where nobody touches my hair and asks me if I can tan? Yeah. <laughs> But you more, ain't got that. No, and more than that, I recognize that while those things are annoying, when they're sincere, however stupid, mm-hmm. that's much better than being in a cage at the border, than, than not knowing where my child that's is, right. than living in abject poverty, but thinking I'm white, so yay. Mm-hmm. I just, <laughs> like, I mean, you want to talk about Baltimore. Have you been to Arkansas? Really? Mississippi. You know what I learned recently? What? That Mountain Dew is baby. Oh. I didn't. Oh, that was so upsetting. Who, somebody told us that. Who? Somebody told us that, that recently. In Appalachia, that, well, yeah. it's used for that. Used for, for what? Uh, uh, for like a formula. Because, because the, the water is bad. It's bad. It's so. If the water that's is from so idiocracy. Bad, the that's water, why that's. I, I know the yeah. water is so bad that you will not feed it to your children, and yet you want to support these people who take from you every fucking day, girl. I cannot. I know. I, I cannot. It's ridiculous, but it's a, it's the, you know, it's a strategy that's worked time and time again. Um, and here's the deal: there are more of us. And I, you know what? I'm not saying that every single one of these 
MAGA hat motherfuckers can't be changed. I'm saying they have to be. I don't know if they can be, but I do know I don't have time for it. Yeah. That change only happens when people want it to happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, we I got a friend who's out there using again. He'd been mm-hmm. clean for decades. Mm-hmm. There's only so much I can do. Yeah. You know, and I feel the same way about them. They are addicted to whiteness. Ooh, That's all it is. Written addicted to addicted whiteness. to whiteness. They snort it. They try to get into their pores. And what they don't understand is that it will never make them high because they're broke Ooh, and they're no. poor and they're the working class and the lumpen proletariat. And that is where they will stay until they take their power. And I hope they do. But in the meantime, the rest of us can run over them and make it a better country. Yes, we Bam. can. And that is our final word. It's time for emails, emails. I'm going to get your emails. You know what? I am playing with the emails tune, everybody. It's, you know what? It felt like it was a little higher. It was. And also it had more of a, could be on 70s horror movies where they'd have kids singing a lot. Yeah. It was like close to it, that. It was in Halloween. Yeah, it's yeah, always, yeah, yeah. yeah, they did that a lot in 70s horror movies. Yeah, they realized yeah. the children were terrified. They did. First up. Yes. This is from uh, Chandra C. Yeah, yes. Yes. Hi, hey, ladies. I can't thank you both enough for existing. That well, is the best. Well, Chandra, thank you. Uh, I met you both in Boston back in 2014 at NACA. You both are a huge inspiration. Aww. And she has a picture of us It's together. really cute. It's really cute. I'm currently working to become her. an art director, and your podcast has inspired me to get more involved and more po- politically informed to become a better teacher for my future students. That's a lovely compliment. That is lovely. Thank you both for all you, you do. Lots of love here, Cece. And it's a really cute picture. She, thank you so much, thank Sandra. You, we're trying, Sandra. girl. We're trying because this is the thing. We're powerful. We are. We together. are powerful. They're, you see how afraid of us they are? They're so afraid of us that they will use bullshit to keep us from talking mm. to each other. Don't fall mm. for it. Don't fall for that. Next up, this is an important subject. Yes. Killer spiders. Thank you. William H. It says. <laughs> okay. Is this to me or to you? I think it's to you, sort of. Okay. See? I'm going to read it. Yeah. Okay. Hey, ladies. C. Francis, what do Angela and I keep saying? Just yesterday, a spider came into my house and said, uh, not today, spider. Not today. I sprayed it and left its little shriveled up body out as a warning to others. C. William from Alabama understands. Mm-hmm. Okay. He understands that the only way you can't just kill one. You Leave it for a, a warning. Oh, my goodness. If I could put it on little spikes around my apartment, but people knock them over. Well, I try, but people always knock them over Are you going to try to crucify spiders? No, no, no. They're already dead. <laughs> but, I mean, I just put them on a little spike, like a head. Like, go into Rome, the people I... <laughs> right, but, but not right. crucified, just right. the head. Just the head. It's just the head. You know what? That's more of a walking dead thing. Right. Actually, it's more of a... No, it is walking dead, or is it fear... No, it's the walking dead, not fear the walking dead. But mm. in any case, heads on. So, if I could just... But the thing is, I tried it, and the toothpick, people just knocked them over inadvertently in the hallway. But mm. William understands. Thank you, William. Yes. Next up, this is from Cindy M. Thank you so much. Hi, Francis and Angela. OMG, I'm still on cloud nine about the sexy liberal network. Yay! To have all my fave podcasters in one place and supporting one another just makes my heart happy. Mm. And there hasn't been a whole lot to be happy about over the past two years. It's so true. So sending you my love and constant support of you and the rest of the sig- sig- uh, sexy liberal cohorts. You all give me life every single day of the week, going back to November 2016, when we were so much younger. Yeah. In a lighter mood, I submit another Florida man contender for idiot of the week. I really wish Buzz Burbank and Fernand Armandi, who's amazing, would leave the state as I hate to associate those woke smart men with Florida man. Enjoy ladies. Yay. And this was, that was the man who, um, 
he was driving a stolen Jeep. He stole a Jeep and he was driving it. And he, but then he realized he'd left his cell phone. Mm. So he went back to get it. And that's how he got caught. Mm, it happens. That's what happens with the stupid. It happens. And now it's time for resistance wrap up. Sweet. As usually, we want you to call your representatives and your senators, and I don't care if you already know whether they're voting, if it's for or against, whatever, uh, 202-224-3121, uh, that's a general switchboard, to let them know that you want to close the camps right now and abolish ICE and all of that. But we want to remind, we want if you don't know about this, we thought this was pretty cool. Samantha yeah. P., Samantha P., rather, um, if you go to the tbs.com, uh, slash shows. I won't do the whole thing, but because if you just Google or whatever, uh, full frontal with Samantha B. July 2019 snap. This will come up, and what it is it's a direct link to c- the comment section um, for uh, on I think on the White House website. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's to tell it tells it's for comments, so you can tell Trump what you think about the new rule that would cut off food stamps to 3.1 million Americans, and that's mostly a lot of kids. Okay? That's right. That's what snap. I'm telling you, SNAP benefits, it's families, it's kids, 3.1 million Americans. Do you want people to be hungry in this country? No, you don't. No. And they have a little thing you can copy and paste if you don't know what to say. It says, I do not support the revision of categorical eligibility in SNAP. That's all. Those are all capital letters. We need to expand SNAP and not restrict it. You can do that right now. You can do that in on all the ways that you can comment at the White House and definitely call your representatives and senators and let them know that you're not down with it. Yes. You, you know what? We want to thank you all for listening That's today. Right. You're so fantastic and we love you. Um, we want to thank Gail and Laura, our production team. Who are amazing in every single way. Yes. We want to thank everybody over at the Sexy Liberal Podcast Network. Thank you. Thank you. You're so fabulous. And if you're not listening to every everybody every, at the Sexy mm. Liberal uh, Podcast Net- Network, your you're just hurting you. Head. You're just hurting you. What you doing? All the coolest podcasts. Dino Badalia, John Fugelsang, Rude Pundit. It yes. goes on and on and on. You're going to get your entertainment, okay? Jody Hamilton from the bunker. Oh what? My God. So fantastic. What? So Dana. Fantastic. Dana, come on, come man. Come on. Just do that. Just do that. And again, thank you so much for listening and being here with us. I'm Francis Cowley. I'm Angela V. Shelton. We are Frangela. And thank you so much for listening to The Final Word. Follow us at Frangela Duo. Hey, this is Bob Seska, host of The Bob Seska Show. If you enjoyed this episode, you're going to love my show, where every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we talk about this guy. Trump is crazy. And this guy. Trump is a f- Idiot. And we say this a lot. Sweet, merciful crap. Because he can't keep getting away with it. Find the Bob Seska show at sexyliberal.com and on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, bobseska.com, and everywhere else you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Liz Winstead. I'm Moji Alawode Al. And we're the hosts of Feminist Buzzkills, the only weekly podcast that helps you navigate the post row hellscape. We dissect all the news from that sketchy intersection of abortion and misogyny with our guests, the abortion providers and activists working on the ground. Plus, we have amazing comedians to help us laugh through the rage. Feminist Buzzkills drops Fridays wherever you get your pod fix. Listen and subscribe because when BS is popping, we pop off.